Hello everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the As Always podcast. Today we're here for a spoiler cast episode on The Batman. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? It's going well. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And you're right, I'm excited. It's it's the Batman spoiler cast, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it is sort of replacing the slot of a normal As Always podcast. It is, that's true. Because it's the same show. So there may be a bit of random shit talk at the start this before we get into the batman so there's timestamps for that yes if you know you, yeah. you do want to skip forward just to the spoiler cast bit um because we might yeah talk for 10 15 minutes about random shit um mm-hmm. that's, that's going on as well before we start that um but of course happy to be here james what's going on what's new what is new not a lot not a lot's new not a lot um yep. a lot is <laughs> okay. the same still still kind of got covid um what do you mean you're still there? Well, I don't. I don't actually have COVID anymore, so like I'm not contagious. Right. The doctors have said that I'm not, so I'm good. But I still have symptoms. Yeah. I don't really know how that works. It seems weird to me, but apparently that's it. The would case. be you that has um, that, though. To be fair. Yep. Yep. If there's anyone true. I know, um, like, who is so like, it's they're like you know you can keep doing whatever you James. want, normal stuff, but you do have symptoms of COVID, and no the call has dropped out. This is great. For We're off to eat. Fucking brilliant start. Oh, in the middle of a roast, too. I was trying to roast him. For being frail. But here we are. Here we are, Josh. Here we fucking are. You better not keep this in. <laughs> you better not keep this in, motherfucker. Ah, oh, what'll I know? I'll never check. <laughs> Watch my own shit. <laughs> it's that's not true. I actually do. Not all of them, obviously. It's way too many, um, and I don't find myself that interesting. But sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. All right, let's try to reconnect to the call here. Let's see what James is up to. Hello. James, hello. Hello. Uh, sorry I cut out so early. I'm afraid <laughs> what I said is going to all get kept in. Um, I have just a strong feeling <laughs> that Josh is going to keep that section in, um, okay. which is unfortunate, um, but we'll leave it there. Um, what I was saying, though, is that it would be you that has ongoing symptoms of COVID, if yep. there's anyone I do know. Exactly. Like James. It definitely happened to fucking James. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, it's like I get something, uh, and then it just doesn't go away. Um, yeah, and it stays forever. It apparently, you. yeah, it, um, hits you, it hits your heart. Indefinitely, yeah. I have COVID. So there yeah. you go. There's that. Uh, no, but I'm feeling better. Um, so it's not as bad as it was. Um, symptoms are still there, but they sort of come and go. So I'm sure within. Are you able to record videos again? Weeks. Um, I mean, what do you think? Do I sound alright? Yeah, I think you sound fine. All right, then I then I am able to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. Amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> You're actually checking with me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. tell. I don't know. I've I've been yeah. with this. So no, I, I don't know if sound- my voice sounds better or not. But maybe I can record some some stuff. I mean, I'm writing my Horizon video, um, which is oh, fun. Dude. I finished that last night. Nice. Jesus fucking Christ. It's Woo! it's big, isn't it? Is it does some I, things. Dude, did you see what I tweeted about it? No. Oh, okay. Last night I did my... Because I have, like, my pinned tweet. Um, 
is like my games trend for mm-hmm. this year the the games i've played because in 2021 i finished zero games but this year i'm already up to six i'm already up to six yeah. games i finished and i posted my scores oh yeah i for see the games. 10 out of um, 10 10 out of 10 James. holy shit that's all I will say. The next episode of the Four Pillars podcast is the Horizon Forbidden West spoiler cast. I can't wait. And I'm saying that publicly because that'll pressure Ethan and George to make sure they finish the fucking game. I'm confident Ethan will, based on where he's at mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. I'll say no more about that. He po- posted a picture on Twitter, I think, today. Or yeah, yeah. Yesterday. He's, he's, yeah. And I was like, well, he's you've done on. at least that bit, and that's pretty fucking close to the end. Yeah, yeah. Um,. So confident with that, George. I don't know. Has he been playing Elden Ring? No, he is not. He's okay, saving so he's it finishing for Forbidden after West. Forbidden West. Yeah, good, good, um, good, good, good. Which is That's unlike good. George, to be honest. Um, I know. I'm so proud of him. I know. He's grown up. I'm surprised he's decided to focus on this. Uh, but based on like looking at, I guess the 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 photos he's posted, it looks like the area of the world that he's in is sort of like he sort of unlocked the whole map now, or like unfogged the whole map. So. Yeah, looks yeah. like he's sort of getting getting on with the game, so he should be done yeah. by next episode, I reckon. Hopefully. Yeah, that's fant- that's fantastic. It's like I can't wait to talk about I can't it wait. fully. Um, do you know what else I can't wait to talk about? Mm-hmm. What? Take a guess. What do you oh, think? You want... I can't wait to talk about. You want me to guess? Yeah, why not? I asked you a question. Fuck, that could be anything. I don't know. Well, we're here for. a Oh, you mean today? You mean today? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean yeah, the... right now? That's oh, why I asked you. You mean the Batman now, in this? I don't actually. Oh, you fuck! You tricked me. You tricked me again. <laughs> I, know, I did. I you did. tricked me I twice. Did. I know. So what? What I am excited to talk about? I can't wait to talk about the Batman. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about is the great people over at Patreon. Oh, as always. Yes, for making this Those show happen. Guys, yeah. Get in, son. I what like them. Uh, yeah, they're amazing people. You were yeah. like, well, what could be better? And I fucking just yeah, gave you, it to you there, yeah, James. You brought it out, really, there. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> you yeah. sound so defeated, James. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm just fucking tired. Just talking to you, just like your tone of voice. I'm trying to bring the energy up. I sensed it off yeah. on the call before we started recording. I was like, oh, I need to pump him up a bit. <laughs> and you're really just like talking to a fucking wall right now i know i'm sorry i guess i'll 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 get there hang on um yeah what can i do great people at patreon.com forward slash as always they make the show happen we would not be here without them so thank you to those people especially our producers for making the show happen so if you like what you're listening to here or seeing here and you want to hear hear or see more head over to patreon.com forward slash as always for just as little as one dollar a month you get exclusive access to the best podcast on the internet, the Clubhouse Podcast. Mm-hmm. There's over like 130 episodes you can stream right now for a dollar. So many. It's the People's Podcast, powered by you, the people, especially our producers. So thank you to them, Ollie, the superior Ollie, Damien, the not-so-orange gnome. <laughs> <laughs> and he changes PFP, James. Wait, so really? Yeah, I know. Oh, God, I've not got We've it up. ruined it. We've ruined oh, it. Fuck. And the, here's the thing that we're losing our minds at, ladies and gentlemen, that don't know. This is an inside joke over on Clubhouse that you would know and appreciate happening right now. 
for as little as yeah, a dollar. Patreon.com as always. Again, so thank you, Damien. We've got also Ferentino, Flash Paradox, Franco, Jesper Olsen, King Richard III, Oldbrick, Ryan Hafer, Viridian, and Ballsack47. Thank you, Swift Vinci Lads, for helping power this podcast. All right. Oh my oh, god, he did change his fucking. Oh my god, what is it now? It's devastating. Who, it's I, definitely a knight. Who cares? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's sad, though. Who, who cares? I miss when it was it's the like, gnome. Who, who even cares? The fucking. Was it some anime girl? Yeah. Oh, I, was, it was, I can't yeah. believe all this time it was a fucking anime girl. I know. And I you know. and I both, we're <laughs> never talking about it for Four and a half years, we've never talked about it with each other. We've both just individually and separately always thought it was an orange name. I know, it's so Until amazing. one day I asked the question, I did the worst thing I've ever done on a podcast, oh. and I asked the question, ah, oh, I wonder what it actually is. Is it an I've oh, never clicked no. on it. And then we find out <laughs> it's just because it's a small image on the screen, our eyes were playing tricks on us with the image, it's some fucking anime girl. And it's like, wow. I just never thought, like it never dawned no, on me that it could be not a gnome. <sighs> it's genuinely since 20, what was it, 2017? 2017. Four yeah. and a half years of, yeah. pa- of patreon.com forward slash as always. Yeah. Wow. Oh. It's honestly unbelievable to me. But yeah, anyway. tragic, devastating. Find out, find out, you know. Now all this, all these mm-hmm. stories, all these characters. Oh, there is a there's things. a public episode of Clubhouse. So if you don't know what you're getting yourself into, check out the public That's episode right. here on the network, and then you'll be in in the know, and you'll be like, you know what, I want more of that. There's no way you'll listen to it and go, I don't want any more of that. You'll you'll be like, I want significantly more of that. And there is you, you, there is you that. that you can find that. Yeah. It's on as always for just a dollar a month. It's amazing. I fucking love it. I feel like we've been <clears> pumping some really good content and podcasts recently. Yeah, I think we're doing a good job. I've I've been really enjoying them. Like mm-hmm. I, I I've definitely feel like you know when you have a break and we're always excited to get back in a podcast, but then before you know it, you're sort of like, ah, oh, man, we're really doing a lot. Yeah, it's really it's uh, it's sustaining for me, and I'm really like it's building, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying that. Like it's been a, a while since it's been like that where I'm where we're well into it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what, this is fucking great. Yeah, I think I think some fun ones. Each one is uh, like on individual too. Like I, th- I feel like they've each got their own identity, yeah. so it's refreshing. You know, it's not like you know we do as always, and then we got to go do four pillars, and it's the same thing. It's a different dynamic, and you always know you're gonna like it's gonna be a good laugh. As always, podcast. You know, it's a good laugh, but we'll have a good discussion. Clubhouse is fucking hilarious. I feel like we've done some really good clubhouses recently. Um, yeah, we have. So it's. Uh, I feel like we're doing. Yeah, it's good. I feel like we're, we're doing some good stuff. And I it. think part part of the reason when we took that break and we were really all really excited to come back was partly because I felt like we started hitting that stride at the end of last year. Mm. I really felt like we like we started strong at the start of last year, but just hit this rut. But mm-hmm. uh, we did finally sort of get back on track and get back to it at the end of the year. And I felt like we wanted the break, we needed the break, the break was had, but we were building some good momentum, like in terms of just the quality of what we're putting out and finding a rhythm of what we all actually wanted to be doing now rather than, I think, trying to do things we weren't enjoying, which I think might have been the case as well, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and we've all sort of found a good base and, you know, really enjoying it. Like that, even last As Always podcast, I just think of that Elden Ring Oh, section. yeah, that was funny. And it's just like, they're things that I think about 
And I find myself watching our content back more than I used to. Like, I haven't listened back to our podcast in years. I feel like I've had a good four years where I'm just like, I'm not watching anything back ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, I've really been, I think, doing that. Like, as we release it, I'll have a bit of a re-listen. I'll try to find some funny clips uh, and, like, post on Instagram. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I want to, like, grab that and chuck it on Instagram mm-hmm. as a story, like, promo it because it's a really good fucking clip. Yeah, and I would put on the clips channel, but I'm like, oh, it's just an extra step. Whereas I'm like, I'd rather just fucking post on Instagram. Follow me at uh, Tyler underscore four P. Just, mm-hmm. just you know, because I want to get Instagram <clears throat> followers. Yeah. Um, but like the last four pillars podcast with you, me and George, that was such a great fucking time. Like, yeah, that was funny. We had such a passionate discussion about Horizon. We we, we had a great laugh with George's recommended. Like, it was just a great fucking time. Yeah. Um, and I did the Hawkeye spoiler cast or stream cast with Eddie and Sheps. But, oh, yeah. like, it's an hour and a half long. I think we talked about Hawkeye for 20 minutes. Like, Ooh, in that good. podcast. Classic. It really was just, like, dumb shit. Well, we talked about publicly the first time that I'm Jewish. Find it, we found out that I'm Jewish oh, and yeah. Jewish descent. Of and And um, uh, Sheps is also Jewish, like myself. So we, we bonded mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, over our shared um, DNA yeah um, as sense. Jews mm. and as God's chosen people yeah uh, and he made sure he wanted me to say that on Clubhouse when you tried to say that it wasn't Jewish slaves you tried to minimize my people's <laughs> impact on the world and you tried to say that Jewish slaves weren't the ones that built the pyramids yeah. apparently um, yeah okay yeah yeah and just wanted me to and I'm Eddie so sorry. also I'm so wanted sorry. Was, everyone to know that's deeply that's offensive that's what James is me. doing yeah you're right well, you know, you're admitting that I'm right, but I don't hear it. I'm sorry. And that's, you know what I mean? That goes a long way. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I thought I had him. We finally got the I'm sorry soundbite. Uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> Uh, what the fuck else has been happening? I feel like there's been a lot of news recently about a lot of a lot things, of and I'm sort of just blanking on um, stuff. You know what? I've I feel been, like there has been as well. I've been deep... Do- oh, no, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. I was like, there's something really specific I wanted to talk to you about before okay. we talked about Batman, and that's why I wanted to make sure we had a section before. James, mm-hmm. last week I had a thought come over me. I just had this thought in my head. I was... <clears throat> Working from home, fucking Brisbane where I live, flooded. Mm-hmm. And I just worked from home week and I had this thought cross my mind and I was just like, fuck it. I'm booking flights to England. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to do it. I just had that. I need, this has got to happen. I need yeah. to know. I need to book it. I need it to happen. Um, but I also thought to myself is, what did I do last time I came to the UK? Well, I had um, David Jerome over in, America mm-hmm. at that time and I went over New York hung out with him to LA and then came to the UK and I thought you know what I'm going to do I'm going to see my best friend perform and do what he does I'm going to fly to Miami and I'm going to go on uh, the, the ship he's cruising on and, and go see his shows mm-hmm. and then come to the UK <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I have now plotted out today dates nice. times Ooh. when I'm coming uh, and I'm going to book in the next couple of weeks and, and lock it in. Sweet. But I will be coming to America, to Mexico, and then back to America. And then the UK. 
Amazing. There we go. So, September, October, crossing in sort of that. That's big gaming. Few weeks. That's some big that bits big of game. Why are you going to Mexico? Um, the the ship goes through Mexico and the Caribbean. Oh, out I of, my, you were out just of like Miami. Going to Mexico? Well, you just had this. No, we do a couple of different stops, like stops in Mexico. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then uh, the Bahamas at the end. Cool. As well. So, you know, unintentionally going to another Assassin's Creed location. Wait, really? It really, yeah, because the first trip I did was to Italy, and that was all like, that was obviously Assassin's Creed. I've been to London, then I went to New York, <clears> and I was just sort of like, I don't know why I'm like, what? Like, every fucking city I've been to is also. A f- in fucking Assassin's Creed I'm like I'm going to the fucking Caribbean of course I am oh yeah Black Flag I completely so. forgot that game exists shit <laughs> <laughs> what I don't know my brain is like I just I've switched off Assassin's Creed in my brain over the last couple of months I, I don't think, remember I any don't know of why it. I even brought it up to be honest I don't know why that <laughs> to be fair I was weird for me that I brought <laughs> yeah, it yeah that was weird that you that like thought weird. oh I'm going to when you know I, and when I was, in and like, around that head, region of the world I'm going to link it yeah. to Assassin's Creed like a fucking yeah, autist yeah you know yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> even just the thought just the thought of what? coming to the uk like, and being like, around us has triggered that like, you know like an autism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's like i don't know like it entered my head and then i was <clears> as i was saying it, i was like why are you saying this why are you like why are you bringing this up why are you actually saying this out loud but it was too late um but that's what it is. That's what yeah, it is. Well, that's fun. That's um, good. But yeah, I I just need it. I just need to get the, you know, get the fuck out and go somewhere. I'm, mm-hmm. A lot of people do. Yeah. You know, after the last few years with COVID and, you know, it's been so long since I've seen you guys. Yeah. Um, and I miss the fuck out of you guys. And yeah, with it, it, the times needed something to look forward to is mm-hmm. something also yeah, for that sure. I, I've really missed. Like it's just felt like. You're looking forward to maybe things getting back to normal, but you don't know what that looks like. You know when that is, how long it's going to take. No, I want to look forward to something. Be like, this is the date. <clears throat> I'm going here. Mm-hmm. Let's do another trip. Yeah. So, they'll be, be um, be fucking awesome. People are talking about a meetup, and I'm like, it's uh, it's possible. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what we're doing. Um, I guess it depends yeah. if there's like a crossover with EGX, so it would make it easy because I don't know what we're doing in terms of a meetup. I mean, I'm sure we'll get all the you know all our close gamers together you know yeah of course you know no, no. the favorites yeah, our, our friends the favorites yeah the favorites <clears throat> but yeah you're right 100 i mean i i want to go hang with eddie and sheps um and do some stuff with them i fucking you know what i'll say i love those i fucking love those boys um yeah, you know off enough, off camera off character of our of our show where we hate them um it's not a character for me I, I just don't like them Oh yeah, I know. I, I I know that. You know, that's why you never come on anything. It's always just me going on. Yeah, exactly. On this stuff, exactly. You got it. it you got it just right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm just keen to go around, see all the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just uh, you know, have a good time. And I'm sure we'll obviously do some four pillars content. Um, uh, you know, we have to film some sort of sequel to our four pillars assemble trailer yeah some sort of you know <clears throat> civil war type one i don't know i don't yeah. know what you'd you know but you need to come up with something, something. yeah come up with something if we had a 
community likes of war and obviously i feel like the two people it would be between it's you and me Mm -hmm. i could have to play the right like automatically that's where my head goes straight away i don't Mm -hmm. know why Captain Um, america and iron man that's with like it's yeah i get what you're saying i'm iron man for some reason i guess yeah i mean it sort of suits you to be honest like if i try to think of a marvel character you would fit personality wise you're a bit of a tony stark you know well thank you not as i mean you're not a woman either or anything, just because i mean you don't know more of, more of like i've never tried <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i found that so funny like <laughs> you were really offended by like well you're not a woman and you're like Wah. you don't know that <laughs> you don't fucking like know i genuinely that. care i'm like no wait 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 <laughs> Like, why do you care? I might so be. <laughs> you know, not, never tried. You don't tell me. You uh, don't tell me. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm do. not saying because I'm not saying you couldn't. I'm just saying you're not. Yeah, true. That's a good point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've reasoned but, with you know, me just, well, though. Yeah, I've thrown you an idea and then I've taken it away. Yeah. you're not Iron Man. Actually, mm. I don't know. What what Marvel character <clears throat> would I pick, pick you with though? That's a Spider Man. Like I'm small nimble maybe i don't know i've never i've never tried <laughs> um nimble. maybe i could do a cartwheel i don't know <laughs> dude i need in this trailer you've got to do a cartwheel <clears throat> all right i could try yeah you've got to you've got to I do i could try i could, I and could you put get that to the one test. attempt there's no practices okay start rolling get, and we take the, the first one take yeah attempt. whatever okay. it is make it fucking good i need yeah, to give yeah, it 100 yeah, yeah. okay. cartwheel and i want okay. to see what the fuck happens I know oh, I used to be able to do it one... when I was like six years old, so maybe I still can, you know? Nearly 20 years later, we'll find out. <laughs> I can't wait now, I really want to do it. It's so fucking funny. Oh my god, you're doing a cartwheel. Oh, first attempt, no fun. practices. Just, I already know how it's going to go I know exactly how it's going to go And I can't wait for it I want it on camera I want the world to see You know Yeah My Just first cartwheel in, in decades uh, um, Will be on camera oh, Yeah, I can't wait I'll Yeah, that can be like your move to attack <laughs> To attack? Yeah Some sort of You're like trying to do a cartwheel <laughs> Some sort of cartwheel <laughs> Oh my god That'd be fantastic uh, <clears throat> oh my god that's fucking funny yeah um but yeah you're small and nimble like spider-man yeah well with the the the, the, the marvel characters we always were as the four pillars you were captain america i was iron man ethan was hulk and george is fat thor and that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the four of us that makes sense to be fair <clears throat> yeah i do i do sort of see that we vaguely match those characters well, yeah i mean i do have fucking captain america's shield in my the artwork for this exact show so that is true it's a bit on the nose now it's a yeah. bit on the nose now but yeah 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 happy to happy to take captain america always i mean i, I didn't really take it i well actually i took it like i forcefully no one else could have even have had a chance at it to yeah be no fair, so. well none of us want it you know not it, not well, that sounds that sounds like aggressive yeah, like no one, no one wants so- captain america yuck it's <laughs> <laughs> not what i meant <laughs> I love Captain America. I just, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. He suits you. I don't oh know. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, anyway, that's that's enough talk of that. We probably should get into the Batman. <clears throat> it is a Batman spoiler cast. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, there is a lot to talk about. Um, I mean, before we go super deep into the details, mm-hmm. overall, I mean, and obviously for everyone watching, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen the Batman, go see it. We're about to talk about everything. But just mm-hmm. give us your cliff notes. James, what did you think about the Batman? <clears throat> um, I think it was... It's a movie that took me a little bit to get into, I think. Um, watch like Because it's, it's not your typical film or typical superhero film, yeah. obviously, which is what I expected. Yeah. So it took me maybe yeah. 20 minutes, maybe ma- max 20 minutes to get into it. But once I was in it, I was so in it. Like, I was so immersed in the whole film. Like, it didn't... Like, it was, it didn't feel like a normal, like, film viewing for me, honestly. Like, I felt like I was just so in, in the film. It, it, just the way that they, like, the way that it was shot, the way that it looked, the way they used music, the, the acting was brilliant. Like, it was such a great cast. I just felt very immersed in the film, um, which was something that was just really, really great. I honestly did not notice the time go by at all. It didn't feel, it didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome. If anything, it ended sooner than I expected. Um, which is like weird because it was a long film, um, but I think that's a good thing. Like I didn't want it. I don't. I don't want it to go on any longer. But it was, you know. Um, overall, just think it was a fantastic movie. It it did so many things that I wanted it to do. It did more things that I didn't even think about that just work. Um, it characterized all of the characters so perfectly, and also it characterized the city of Gotham so well um that i think the whole movie just felt alive in the most batman way and yeah overall i just thought it was a really 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 great first entry into you know what could be multiple a multiple film series for this version of batman i think they've done a just superb job with it to be honest yeah no i i I do agree i i think the movie was fantastic really fantastic i i find it interesting that you said it took you a while to get into mm-hmm. like or it took a bit for you to get into let's say i felt the <clears> opposite <throat> i i thought the first hour of this movie was 10 out of 10 perfection mm-hmm. i thought the first hour of this movie uh which leads up to at no point in that first hour is batman bruce wayne he for that first hour because I remember when he became Bruce Wayne, I literally looked at my watch going, what's the time? Holy shit, it's been an hour. Not an hour since the like ad side, like an hour since <clears> this <throat> movie started. Mm-hmm. And we're now seeing Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And he's been in every scene, bar like one. Yeah. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like the second two hours were more <clears> of <throat> like eight out of ten, eight and a half out of ten. Like that's how I sort of like, still really, really, really good. But mm-hmm. I thought lost me in certain places, and I did feel the time. I did think to okay. myself, "This has gone on." There's like I feel like I'm watching a fourth act. Right. I feel like they put an act between act two and two and three. They put like an act two point five, and I was like, just that little bit <clears throat> we might not have needed. But then at the same time, there was also things where I'm like, they should have fleshed this part out more. And the reason I say overall I say that is because I felt like this film tried to do too much. It felt like a movie that a director goes, I don't know how these studios go. I may never get another chance to make a Batman movie. I'm going to do everything I can possibly do to fulfill all of my dreams in this one movie. 
Does that make sense? I like think it felt I like he was making a Batman. Yeah. He was making a Batman <clears throat> movie to like it was this like it was his dying breath to make this Batman movie, and he wanted to like get all these little things in there that he wanted, um, and different storylines, and they were all good. Nothing. I didn't think anything was bad. Actually, there's one scene that I hated it. And it's the only thing I thought was bad in the whole movie. Um, Which scene? I will, I'll tell you in a sec. <clears throat> okay, but. The everything was good, whereas like if they took a couple things out and fleshed out what was left, all of those things would have been great, like really, really great. Like I felt like the Batman Catwoman romance was f- a bit forced, a bit rushed, and needed more time. <clears throat> it needed more sure. time. I felt like it sure. sort of jumped the gun, gun a bit there. I felt like the storyline where she was Falcone's daughter didn't need to be there didn't add to the story, didn't push the characters any direction either way. She was still going to try to kill him. If she thought he'd killed her friend, she would have done that exact thing anyway. You still could have put her in that scene and in that setting. I just felt mm-hmm. like that was a little bit of a waste of time and that we could have spent elsewhere, including relationships <clears throat> with characters like a Bruce Wayne and an Alfred. Like, we did get it like enough, but I'm like, we could have done with a scene or two more early on and we didn't get that. And I felt like it was just, there's a few things I wanted to see more of and mm-hmm. you could have lost a couple of other things to get sure. there. The one scene I hated and I'll say this, like I said before, there were things that felt like Matt Reeves is like, I'm never getting another chance. I got to make this, mm-hmm. but there were all things that were a sort of showing of his craft and love for Batman and that he knows Batman because everything he did put in there was like, that's good. You can tell that he gets it. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't now the execution, you can tell he gets it. Yeah. There's one scene that I'm like, that is a studio scene. That is a studio scene. Matt Reeves did not want that in the movie. That is a studio forced scene. And that's the only scene like it in the whole movie. And I fucking hated it. And that's the scene at the end with the Joker. I hated that. I thought that was awful. It ruined like the end of the movie. I was like, I'm so pissed off at that. I didn't hate it. And the longer I think about it, the more I think about it, the more I hate it. I thought it was I'm like, you're telling me, you're telling me... A performance and a character that in live action can never be duplicated, can never be outdone, can never be beat in Heath Ledger dies and is immortalized, but then we've continued now for the fourth live action Joker since Heath Ledger, 14 years ago, not even that long ago, and there's been four live action Jokers since him, and I just think it's a fucking special like spit on his legacy of the character I think that uh, it's a spit on the legacy of the character not even to do with Heath Ledger like they're doing him to death and he's not like I'm losing all <clears throat> love and interest in the Joker as a, as a character like are you serious you've yeah. got the Joaquin Phoenix one if you somehow managed to get Joaquin Phoenix into this scene I might have like gotten a little excited about it about the prospect of that at least character that I'm a little invested in seeing how that dynamic would go that at least intrigues me you're just throwing in some dude and to be honest didn't think it was a good performance of it and the lines were shit like where he makes it so obvious you could have been really subtle about it and like I think that's the joke but I'm not sure but he's like you know do you ever feel like a clown and it's like oh god yeah sure it wasn't my favourite part of the film and I could have done without it for sure you're a clown are you? you're a clown? 
wow what do you who must you be i wonder yeah and that's just how yeah. it's 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 one of those things you definitely could have done without it i think i will i think i'm okay with it as long as the joker isn't the focus of the second film um if they leave it a the while joker and two-face and harvey Dent. what should be that? <clears throat> they just do the watch dark knight again watch the balls nah, on nah, him nah, nah, to nah, try nah, to please. do the dark knight don't do that don't do that because yeah look i get it i get it and i agree like it wasn't really necessary to have in there it's um like i, I obviously you know i'm a huge batman fan i always want to see the batman and joker and if you do batman well it's like i'm just sort of dying to see that like then like do those characters come face to face and see what you know this director this these writers can do with those characters because it's so such like a core to batman so i guess for me it's like i really want to see what they can do with that you know that that dynamic between batman and joker i don't necessarily need to see it right away we can leave it a while you can build to it you can do plenty of other batman stories um in the meantime because joker has been done to death um and i feel like he's lost that sort of that weight that the character had you know back when we got the dark knight um and so i guess the scene doesn't bother me a great deal although we could have done without it i just hope the second film isn't a joker film you know if they do even if they were to do even more than three films um then you know save him for maybe the last one whatever you do um or something rather than like trying to trying to do the joker right away because uh, this movie proves you don't need to do that you don't have to use the joker um you can create an absolutely solid film and there's so many different villains there's so many different batman stories you can do so um yeah but i didn't i didn't hate the scene i guess it was more i guess the prospect of like oh we're gonna get to see this version of batman but but what Joker bothered me about some point. as well was <laughs> that like do you agree with me that it felt like a studio scene in comparison to the uh, rest of the film because I mean, this movie yeah. the way it's directed <clears throat> is so like so true to itself and so like in and of itself it's not thinking about oh what's next or what mm. else is in the universe that we can just mention because it's like no no, no. we are making <clears throat> this story and we're gonna make this as fucking gritty and authentic as possible. And then at the end, it spits in its own face and goes, but we're going to give you that. We're going to make another one scene. Yeah. Because we're just like everyone else. Where the rest of the movie felt like it was trying to make a point how we're not like every other superhero movie. You've never seen one like this. <coughs> no, I do get end, it. It's like, I get it. psych. We are exactly like all the other ones. Yeah. No, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. It does I think give that those was vibes for it. sure. Yeah. It's one of it those things where it does feel like the whole movie is contained within itself and it's just trying to tell its own story and there are little elements that are obviously like you know this will develop in the future um you know in terms of you know like bruce's mentality and things like that there's obviously stuff where it's like you know thinking towards the future but that obviously was a big like it felt like a post-credit scene almost um yeah which well exactly yeah is i can understand why it would bother you i guess it just didn't bother me as much i guess i don't know i guess i could just overlook it and be like yeah i guess like you could do without it but i don't know whatever i guess i don't know it it, it, it did i I didn't i wasn't like uh, super mad at it or anything yeah yeah no i get how you feel though (laughs) i wasn't like mad at it at the time i didn't like it Mm -hmm. but i think the more i think about it i've every time i think about it i'm like oh that was so fucking stupid i hate they did that Mm -hmm. but 
I don't want to talk about that one scene in the whole movie that I hated, whereas everything else I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about the main portion of the movie, the actual <clears throat> movie itself. Yeah. From the start, I thought this first hour was the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it opened so amazingly. Going into this, everyone talking about how, no, this is Detective Batman, it's comic book Batman. I'm like, okay. I want this, I want the Riddler to be like a fucking serial killer. Mm-hmm. I want it to be really like it's we're watching a superhero movie, but the detective. Oh, sorry, we're watching a serial killer movie, like a crime movie, mm-hmm. but the investigator's Batman. <clears throat> like that's what I want. That's what yeah. I want it to be. And the opening scene does everything to yeah. set that up, to set the tone for that. You felt like you were watching an episode of Mindhunter. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. It was so <clears throat> fucking good. With the, like, Riddler standing there like a serial killer would, like, really, like, obviously had been stalking the victim and knew the victim well and felt Mm -hmm. intimate enough with the victim that they spend time and really breathe in the room before they even make the kill. Yeah. Like, there's so many minor things they did with that to make it feel like, no, this is just a villain random murder. This is a, I'm enjoying, like, yeah, obviously there's a reason that I've targeted this person, like, in terms of the story. Like, it's not just some pray that a serial killer is found in the street there's a there's specific mm-hmm. reason that's the target for the movie but there's an enjoyment in it that's very sexual that came across in that moment that is very serial killer yeah. like the Riddler kills this person with a blunt object and like very intimate very like I'm doing this myself kill and then afterwards mounts him and then really breathes it in like yeah. that like deep breath and I was like Oh, that is so fucking creepy. I know, yeah. But so good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. In terms of the tone you're trying to set for this movie. Yeah, what what sure. do you think of the opening? It it immediately characterizes the Riddler in such a way, like in such an interesting way. Because the Riddler has never really been done in a super, like, he's not a very threatening villain in a lot of Batman media. Like, I don't know. Maybe there's some comics out there where he's like really, really, you know, threatening he's always been my one of my favorites like top three favorites as a concept but it's never been done yeah and i think like even you look at the arkham games they do so many villains incredibly well and the riddler's great in it but he's hardly a threat you know he's like he just places a bunch of trophies around mocks batman a bit does some funny riddles and he's kind of a bit of a joke um so and as much as i like do like that depiction of the riddler and it has its place in batman media um this seeing this was like just it's so cool to see this sort of reinvention of a classic iconic batman villain yeah and i think they opened incredibly well with it giving you those eerie fucking creepy vibes um to just sort of unsettle you from the very start um and then you just feel sort of really part of this um this mystery that the batman's trying to solve and it's sort of it just really really kicks off strong do you feel like this rendition of the Riddler, not just as the Riddler, I think it stands on its own, but uh, in terms of live action Batman villains, I'd put it up there in the top three for me personally. Um, yeah, I reckon so. I reckon so mainly because of the impl- not the implications, sort of like the, the, I guess the effect he has like on Batman as a character in this film as well, I think is really well, important. I, I agree with you, and I think that's why 
this Riddler stands out. It wasn't yeah. just because oh, the way the Riddler was played by the actor was really good, <clears throat> so it's really good. No, 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 no. I'm talking about also the impact out on our characters yeah, the whole and the future of Batman as a character. Mm. That scene in the visitor section of the yeah. prison is, I mean, it's like only rivaled, only beaten by the interrogation scene in The Dark Knight with Batman mm-hmm. and the Joker. That's the only one that beats it when we're talking one-on-one live-action Batman villain moments. Mm-hmm. You've got the interrogation between Batman <clears> and the Joker, <throat> number one, numero uno. But this fucking scene is the only thing that rivals it. Yeah. I thought it was incredible. Just Sorry to skip ahead, but like, dude that's why I think the Riddler stands out in this movie to me as one of the better live act- one of the best live action Batman villains yeah was that scene yeah for sure because it's 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 one of those moments where like it's super unsettling and it's so in character with this character like this villain that we've been tracking the whole film but also that connection then to Batman and like this realization that like you know there's always that 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 thing in Batman media where it's like you know d- like is it because of the villains that batman exists or is it because of batman that the villains exist sort of thing and it's like this idea that batman you know inspired the riddler to do what he does and like that sort of duality and that connection between them and sort of the way that bruce reacts to that and like it's just such a impactful moment in the film that like says a lot more and like it it makes the villain mean a lot more to the overall story and to you know bruce as a character um which I think is, it's something so inherently Batman, and it was just a scene the entire time, I was like, this is fucking incredible. And as well, the performances, the use of, like, you know, music, camera work, all of it, it was just such a, such an intense, well, well done scene. It was really, really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, I totally, totally agree. And and like you said, that impact of, I only exist because of the Batman. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. you, you say it's inherently Batman. It's, it, it is one of the better tropes that superhero movies can do. And I don't think many movies have utilized it very well. I think mm-hmm. Civil War is the only other one you can think of that they really try to drive home the implication that the heroes may actually be the... Sure, they're the solution, but they're also the cause to a lot of these problems as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And what are the consequences to that? Well, everyone that's died, everything that's happened here is a consequence of you taking up the mantle yeah. of the Batman. Yeah, it's like by trying to do what's right, there, there are these other people that are going to get that twisted and like, or try and compete. Like, you know, when you look at yeah. like the Joker and trying to break Batman and stuff. And these, 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 like, I, I guess you want to like supervillains, if that's what you want to call them, sort of come out because of the Batman and that whole, like that being a part of the story was really cool. Because I don't think that really they ever touched upon that in the Nolan films. It never felt like a central thing. Um, although obviously there's that, you know, the Joker is always going to be sort of a parallel to the Batman. But yeah, um, I like that that was such a central thing here. And it was such like a turning point for Bruce. Um, sort of to realise that, like, you know, to help the city. Like, you know, he can't just be Batman. Like, you've got to use Bruce Wayne. That was a huge part of it as well. And that was because of, like, you know, it, that connection with the Riddler as well. So it was like, it's a big, like, turning point for Bruce as a character moving forward with this version of Batman. So I, I like that, that the, the Riddler was such a poignant villain for this version of Batman and to, like, push him um, wherever he goes next in future also, films. It also, taught, it, it taught him who he needs <clears throat> to become mm-hmm. and the purpose of the Batman. Yeah. 
you know it's not just in the shadows vigilante yeah that's just doing the right thing because like what can what difference he talk and that's where it gets at the end I, I can also be hope yeah I can't I, I, I don't just have to be vengeance mm-hmm. um, and you need to have both to be the right hero otherwise you're just going to continue to create more monsters mm-hmm. than you do good people and th- I think that's what he saw there like the monster <clears throat> creators and the perfect and it was the perfect monster for the perfect time for that character you know two years in not super famous within Gotham like people know mm-hmm. but not super famous and and built up like a really hero, a hero that's done a lot like clearly mm-hmm. hasn't pr- fully proven himself um, just sort of been in the news but um, so you would have that just sort of like cult weird follower that you know takes it up um, a sort of mantle like the Riddler Mm-hmm. to to sort of match the Batman just this sort of in the shadows amateur kind whereas now that this Batman has done some big things and is really well known and gives that hope the next villain needs to be now a response in competition to that Batman mm-hmm. rather than this sort of underground creation it's got to be a challenger to that Batman and that's what you sort of need to do for that next story <clears throat> no matter what villain you do mm-hmm yeah. that's how i sort of feel for sure for sure and i mean i mean in terms of villains i mean obviously this is getting into like sequel territory but since you just brought it up like what do you think would be a good villain to do i really sort of like, like competition i really like what they did with this in terms of keeping it i think the riddle is a, was a good angle to take something different it's the same thing of whether you like him or hate him all the new tom holland spider-man films i just like that they gave some more obscure villains a good crack and actually did a pretty good job with them like you hadn't seen a Mysterio mm-hmm. or, or a Vulture and things like that and I like that they tackled the riddle like yeah Catwoman that's you know it's Batman it's Catwoman's gonna be there we know that and you, like you know the joke will eventually be there there's those characters you have to have involved mm-hmm. um, but then you know having a Penguin having a Riddler those like this is we haven't seen them for a long while yeah. in a live action setting so this is it's cool to see and they were done both very well I thought mm-hmm. um, and obviously they're doing that um, HBO Max show with Penguin as well as a whole separate mm-hmm. um, series so that's they're obviously investing in that but I think for the future I'd like to see something similar and obscure and I know I know they've done Scarecrow before in, in Batman Begins and obviously the whole appears in all the movies actually in the trilogy in the Nolan trilogy mm-hmm. but I, I like that was such a great sort of obscure villain you could really um sort of exaggerate to to be very quite intimidating quite threatening Mm -hmm. um i don't i mean i don't want to see like a bane and i don't want to see a joker people have been mentioning mr freeze but i i struggle to see how to do that well but maybe that's why you do it maybe you find an angle with mr freeze Mm but can he really be by definition of a character the main sort of villain when we know the sort of backstory to that character it's yeah. not a very like it's a bit deep. difficult to do and i think it's as i mean you could completely re- reinvent the character you could do that but then i don't know if that works thematically for like the next because it kind of seems random as opposed to like something that makes you know thematic sense I'll, moving forward i want it to still be a detective <clears throat> film and have that vibe so i do think to like well where where do you go like who can you do that with also 
You can mm. obviously do it with the Joker win, but that's always there. You don't have to rush that. I, I don't know. I find it hard to think of like a really compelling side villain. Like, I, you know, Catwoman's going to come back and they're probably going to make her go sort of full bad surely for the next one. And then you bring her back in the third movie. She becomes good like the you know, bit of that storyline going on. I don't know. What, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I would like to see them try and do Two-Face at some point, although that was, you know... We love... Ha- a, Harvey Dent a large is a point great of the Dark Knight. But then thinking about, like, how can you have that... Like, if Batman starts to rise up and people of Gotham see him as a hero, is it possible then Harvey Dent sort of is then that, like, actual figure of good to then combat this sort of vigilante good? Um, and then you see that sort of spiral, obviously, with him becoming Two-Face at some point. Um is that sort of like a possible conflict that could happen i mean it's sort of similar to what they really did in the dark knight so i don't know whether you want to retell that story again um of like harvey dent yeah. kind of saying you know we can't look to the batman for hope we got to look to you know people like me sort of thing um and him doing the right yeah. thing there in gotham which it it's makes tough. sense thematically moving forward but it then might be the same story you're telling it just feels like you're literally making that trying to rival <clears throat> dark knight again yeah which, and it's a, in it's, my opinion still still remains the best batman film ever made it's a bit this, it's a bit tough this. to do uh yeah i mean it's difficult for me to say i'm gonna have to leave it a few months before i can really decide yeah. um well i think i think if you think it's better than the dark knight you need to give it a few months to make sure you haven't knee jerked it but i don't i find it hard to believe i'm gonna build up love for this that's when i just feel like now i know i don't think it's better than the dark knight i think it definitely rivals it for me and the only thing like I mean, I just love the way... I think I love the way the film looks and the way the film feels so much more than I love how The Dark Knight feels. Um, okay. And I think, like, that's... Like, that version of Batman for me, I like more. Like, already I much prefer this version of Batman to Christian Bale's version of Batman, although I do love everything they wow. do with Batman there. Wow. Um, yeah. But I was never hugely connected to the Christian Bale Batman. I love those films so much. I think they're brilliant. But I was like, that was never like my favorite Batman. Like okay. I, pref- I prefer so the I'm Arkham big, games Batman. Um, to he's my, you know, Christian Bale's my Batman. Yeah, yeah. Christian Bale's definitely my Batman, even still. And yeah. I love Rob Pattinson's probably my second favorite now. But like, <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. I feel like I've never had like my Batman on screen. I feel like I've never had that. Um, so this feels yeah. like probably my Batman, like the Batman I've always had in my head that is now translated okay. to live action. Um, yeah. And my, I think yeah, my, that's... Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm, I'd happily say mine's Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. That rendition of Batman was... That's how I see Batman. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted Batman to be. Yeah. When I was a kid and they were making the shit movies. <clears throat> but I love Batman. Mm-hmm. What's Batman look like? It looks like that. Mm-hmm. That's what Batman looks like. Yeah. That's but, fair. They're great films. But Robert Pattinson, <clears throat> also phenomenal. He's the Batman I didn't know I needed. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'd describe this batman to me yeah he's the batman i needed i just didn't know yeah i think i Absolutely like as love. well seeing that it's like batman in his early days but like where it sort of critiques batman i really enjoy those stories where it really takes its time to be like look is batman doing the right thing is batman the cause of what's happening in gotham with these villains like you know like where's bruce at with his mentality like arkham origins is a game that's in a way tonally and like narratively quite similar to the batman film um just in the way it handles where bruce is at as batman and i always really liked that um and that whole story and the way they handled that so i think doing that in a film was like 
for me was really cool because i really like that whole critique of batman as an angle to go at with your narrative so for me it was just like everything about this was just very special and felt like the stuff that i love in batman the most so it's 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 going to be tough to say whether i prefer it to the dark knight because the dark knight is so strong as well um but i'm gonna have to give it a while before i can properly yeah. say give it a rewatch as I- well I totally forgot Danny DeVito played the Penguin in Batman Returns, and I just makes really? me laugh oh so much. I've never seen that film. You've never seen Batman Returns? <clears throat> no, I've never seen those old ones. Well, I've seen them. I've we, seen them you've on never seen TV, the, but I've never. But sat you haven't down watched, watched the Michael them. Keaton Batman's? Oh, those were. I loved. Dude, I really loved Batman as a kid. Like I loved those. I've seen them so many times. Mm-hmm. Really good. I might watch them one I'm just, day. I'm just looking at all these, like, this ranking of, like, the best Batman live-action villains, and they put Joker fourth. Keith Ledger's rendition. I was like, what the fuck? Who's first? They put Danny DeVito as Oswald Cobbot third. I was like, okay. how dare you? Number two is Bane, Tom Hardy, which, to be fair, I really <laughs> fucking love Bane more than most people, I reckon. Yeah, like, it's I a really like good Bane rendition of Bane. It's so much more interesting than a lot of other versions are, I think. Yeah. And it feels like I think that's why I'm such a fan of Nolan films and the way Nolan makes films. That when I watch, like the Dark Knight to me stands as a superhero movie, one of the best all time, and the best Batman movie in my opinion. The Dark Knight Rises, I don't like it because it's a good Batman movie. It's not really, but it's a fucking great Christopher Nolan film. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking amazing Christopher Nolan film. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love The Dark Knight Rises. And Bane's a big part of that and the way he films that. Like that scene in the plane mm-hmm. when with Bane at the opening, I'm like, this is such a fucking wild, crazy Christopher Nolan scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I love that film. Love, love, it's a love great that. film. Um, I'm just trying to run my head through different villains you could do. And it's just like, man, they've done Batman a lot, haven't they? There's <laughs> just so many. No one's been not done. Yeah, I'm trying to think like of Jim ones they Like, Jim Carrey played the Riddler, dude. That's so... And it's just a terrible Riddler also. Mm. Poison Ivy. That's one that hasn't been around a long Ooh, time. Ooh, you could do Mad Hatter. That'd be interesting. You could do. You He's could a bit of a crazy Hatter. bloke. He could go. He could be doing some killing. Or like I Victor Zaz. You could do that. Victor Zaz. I don't know who that is. He's what like, he's is like a murderous crazy man he like every time he kills someone he like carves and like a tally on his skin just pretty right pretty weird pretty weird bloke that is pretty fucking weird like yeah your your staple batman villains like the the like like foundational batman villains are two-faced joker riddler penguin poison ivy catwoman mr freeze scarecrow Mm mm-hmm like those are your main ones that you think of i don't really i barely know the ones outside of that like obviously i know yeah. a few but like not a lot not yeah. a lot what did you think of catwoman in this movie i thought she was good um i think there's a lot more potential to do more with her um i think you can you can try and do some more stuff i liked that there was that sort of moral ambiguity but i like that we could also understand why she was doing what she was doing but then we could also yeah. understand why batman wasn't going along with it as well um she was a nice way to be able to have batman reinforce his like no killing rule without you know turning to the camera and saying i don't kill people um yeah so that was sort of good um i'm, I'm interested to see what really they good. do with her in the future 
um but i feel like she wasn't tapped into fully in this film which i feel like was a point you know the, the point they didn't want to fully tap into her in the film so um there's plenty more you can do with her down the line but i thought she was good performance was good casting was good um she looked cool Dude. too zoe kravitz oh. <laughs> jesus <laughs> jesus christ almighty what a gorgeous woman mm. i'm in love james yeah. i'm in love understandable my heart's healed falling in love again it's zoe kravitz <laughs> uh that's how i feel um no but i loved her i thought she was fantastic in this. yeah she was very i do good. think again like there's more you can do with her and you also did too much with her in this movie like you need to spend more time developing the rom. if you want to do the romance you need to spend more time on that building that and not rushing it mm-hmm. and less time on this whole my dad's this guy that also doesn't know me at all and it does nothing to the story really at all mm-hmm. like she had the motivations already to kill and and do something for a friend who died you didn't need to add the but he's also my dad yeah it's just yeah you probably you know didn't need I mean? to yeah <clears throat> um i guess i'm just trying to give falcone more screen time i guess yeah i, I guess think that's so. the only reasoning i could think of but you could have just done more with penguin with him i don't know i don't know i don't know that's yeah. just sort of my two cents on it. and he's not the main villain anyway so it's like whatever um but um the more important character obviously is the batman bruce wayne robert pattinson himself mm-hmm. um and we haven't really talked about him a lot and i think by far and away the best part of this movie is how matt reeves in, and robert pattinson interpreted the batman mm-hmm. and the way they filmed the batman the way they portrayed the batman was so phenomenal and perfect in this movie what did you mm-hmm. think yeah for sure i mean all the like the like the angles and shots like using like have him shrouding and sh- like, shrouded in shadow and stuff for a lot of the film um i thought was was really good um like the, just and also i really appreciated like how because he's quite early in his career he wasn't perfect at fighting people like he would take a few hits here and there um yeah. which i think was nice it ground it sort of grounds us in this film where like it's not you know it's not the arkham games he didn't where feel you indestructible he did not stuff. he did yeah. he did not feel he feels like a man he feels like a man at, at points which is i think connects us with him more as well um which is which is quite an interesting way to go and obviously he's got room to grow there as well which gives him room to develop um and i like that the film was choreographed in a way like the action was choreographed in a way that was like it just felt quite real which i think was was quite was quite uh engaging um overall batman was was i think yeah like i said i mean this is probably my favorite on-screen interpretation of batman just the way that they've just the way that they've like the angle they've gone at for him um as a character and as a symbol um i think is cool like starting the film off sort of describing you know the way you know he is this symbol of fear in gotham and like that was brilliant like when you have like the when you have like the bat signal in the sky and all these different criminals are seeing it and like freaking out i'm like yeah this is so good like that's what batman's all about um being the symbol of fear um to all of these people in gotham and like that gave me big like arkham origins vibes which is you know a, a story i really like so um that stuff was all really cool and i think they did a really good job in you know the first reveal of him as well like when he steps out of the shadows on that train platform oh yeah um, oh was really dude, really cool was... it's just, i think hour of this movie dude is so phenomenal it's brilliant i think this film is just a big indulgence in 
why Batman is so cool. Like, it's not afraid to be like, you know what, this guy in a batsuit is fucking cool, and we're gonna just indulge in that. We're not gonna shy away from it. It's not, we're not gonna, like, pretend like, oh, it's cringe, we don't wanna, you know, we don't wanna do it properly. Like, no, this is, it's, it's really fucking cool, and we're gonna, like, make it cool. And I think that's yeah. really, like, I like that about the film a lot. And you forgot that it was <clears throat> fucking Robert Pattinson under there. Honestly. Yeah. Like, it was such a great performance by him mm-hmm. as the character. Like, he felt like Batman, and Batman felt intimidating. He felt like a fucking badass. He felt exactly how Batman should feel. Uh, but also, like you said, connected, grounded in a way. Enough, but not too much, to still feel like it's Batman. He's fucking superhero. He's <clears throat> fucking awesome, and it's cool. Yeah. Batman is cool again. And I just thought the, the performance was so subtle. It was all the subtle little things, the little nods to things, mm-hmm. the bits of information. They didn't... There was so much Batman to this Batman and they threw none of it in your face. Yeah. It all felt yeah. earned. It all felt like it made sense. It was all there in the little <clears throat> subtleties. Mm-hmm. That's what I called it when I walked out. I called it a subtle masterpiece because I... Th- and what I meant by that was how they interpreted this character. I thought the best part about it was how they did so much by saying so little. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have you to know? like throw it all in your face. There's like those moments where... He, like at the first murder scene where he sees the kid um yeah and he like he just makes eye contact with him and you know like he doesn't have to say like oh i connect with him because i lost my parents and i feel bad for him like you just yeah. see that connection and then there's the moment where alfred then you didn't sees need the flashbacks well. or anything yeah you didn't need the flashback to show it's like if you know batman you know batman and there's the, the moment pearl where ne- then... the pearl necklace oh god i'm so floor. glad i'm but so glad they didn't do it it's it's the same reason i love <laughs> spider-man homecoming because i'm like i'm so glad i didn't have to see them explain oh uncle ben died and you know with great power comes great responsibility i'm like i've seen it this will be the third time in like 15 years i've seen it don't need that i'm so glad they didn't do that Mm -hmm. you know i felt the same way in this movie it's like we we all know we all know exactly who he is they don't need to tell us who bruce wayne is just tell us who the batman is that's what we want to know yeah 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 and it was done in a really really good way and i like i like um the you know, it's quite refreshing after watching all of these MCU Spider-Man films that although I, I love, well, I, I, I love No Way Home, um, I, I, it's refreshing to see Batman pretty much always wearing his mask, whereas in, like, those movies, yeah, they're, like, that. trying to get as much screen time with Tom Holland's face as they possibly can. He's um, big money now. Yeah, they've got, they've, they have got to always have Spider-Man I reckon percentage with of time on screen where <clears throat> mask is on to off drastically shifts in the later movies i reckon in homecoming and like civil war you saw his face fuck all they Mm -hmm. really kept that mask on and then the more famous tom holland got there's way less mask time to the point where like on the cover of these fucking movies it's tom holland's face not even spider-man that's fucking insane (laughs) i don't i don't like it toby mcguire didn't get that andrew garfield (laughs) didn't get that and not even he got it in homecoming in homecoming spider-man's on the cover far from home it's tom holland dude yeah yeah no way home it's tom holland dude. i get it and i don't like it it's um, fucking fun. It's so weird. Like thought about this until when, just when now. you notice it's weird because you watch No Way Home and it's like every time Spider Man's having a conversation, he just takes his mask off all the time. It's so yeah. weird. It's so fucking weird. He can't do um, that in the next movie. Bro. No, he can't. Sorry, I realized it on This is like he, <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean, spoilers. Shit. Um, whatever. Yeah, it's been long enough. 
It's one of the biggest movies of all time. Um, um, you've seen it. Yeah. But, dude, that. I mean, yeah, he can't. He can't no, do the next They can't movie. do that. So hopefully we get more of this. Hopefully they... Yeah, they're not going to try something like this. Just do the Batman <laughs> again, but it's Spider-Man instead. It's just it's so Tom tonally Holland. off. It's <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, and you just know the couple would be like that vertical half mask halfway through the face. It's like, oh. we want to have Spider-Man on the cover, but it's also Tom Holland. Oh my Don't God. Forget. Don't forget it's also Tom Holland. God damn it, Marvel. Um... But yeah, no, I like that about this film, that the Batman was the center and we don't really see Bruce Wayne, but also it works narratively as well, because like this is a movie where Batman believes that Bruce Wayne has no purpose and he doesn't believe that he can use Bruce Wayne yes. at all. Yes. And so he's just fully indulging in Batman. That's just what he feels is the way that he can help this city. And obviously the arc takes him to be like, you know you get to a point because i felt like there was a point in the middle of the film i guess where i was like it's a bit weird that bruce wayne's not they're not doing a lot with him and like he's not like when when alfred talks about how they've got a meeting or whatever like he's not trying with any of that and like it was weird but then i sort of realized the film and i'm like oh that's the point like he's supposed to be at this point feeling like bruce wayne is, he's like addicted not, he's like a drug addict yeah he's like he's he's like well no, they do Batman describe it they yeah 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 yeah. i mean that's i feel like that was intentional yeah yeah and it was it was really good and i like that a lot um because it means that you know in the future it means that bruce has now got a sort of he's got to build that character of bruce wayne up now um and that's got to be a central point because he's got to make bruce wayne a figure for for hope as well and change and stuff and 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 try and do his best in in that aspect of his life too which will be interesting to see how they tackle that because now it won't just be, you know, Batman as a, as a figure. He's We've also got to see, you know, what, what he does with Bruce Wayne um, moving forward too. Yeah. Which I think will be really cool to see that aspect develop. Which is, yeah, which is definitely like... And it's a whole different role you've got to play as the actor playing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, it felt like Rob Pattinson found this character and, <clears throat> and did an amazing job with it. But that, like you said, there is no Bruce Wayne. He was Batman all the time, really. Yeah. He barely tried to put on a character with Bruce Wayne. Barely tried. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see what is his Bruce Wayne character because that's partly why I love Batman too because I also love Bruce Wayne. Even mm-hmm. though he's not, like, real, no. it's part of why I love the it's character. It's fun to see him, like, to see him pretend to and be Bruce Wayne. That's and it's always fun. been a part of it that I've loved. <clears throat> that he's also, mm-hmm. like, he plays this, like, cool guy, cool rich guy. I'm like, yeah. that's fucking sick. Yeah, it's like... like it's, and it's, it's an act. And it's not even yeah, real. It's him yeah. putting on a fucking character. It's really cool. It's like watching Batman, tr- like, act like Tony Stark. Like, you're, you're seeing him put yeah, on this but act you know of it's this, fake. like... It's bullshit. Billionaire, you know... And I thought, guy. and that's why also I love Christian Bale's rendition because mm-hmm. I thought he, I think he's the best Bruce Wayne by far. Yeah, yeah. He I think he's by far role. the best Bruce Wayne. Like people, I don't think rate him that highly as Bruce Wayne. I'm like, no, he's so good at just mm-hmm. being a piece of shit. Yeah. Like you don't, you literally don't like him when he's Bruce Wayne, really. And it's, uh, I'm mainly talking about The Dark Knight and maybe about. And Batman Begins because The Dark Knight Rises is fucking... It's not even a Batman movie. It's, again, it's a, just a great Nolan movie because he's Bruce Wayne the whole fucking time, but he's not playing Bruce Wayne. He's just like Christian Bale <laughs> you know, yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that with the greatest respect because I think Christian Bale is dead set the best actor alive working today. 100% and it's not close. 
So I, I rate Christian Bale very fucking highly. I think he's the best actor in the world. Mm-hmm. But Dark Knight Rises, not his best. That's what I'm saying. That's no. what I'm saying. Um, but the way he plays, you know, Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight is so fucking good. And that's a subtle mm-hmm. fucking masterpiece. I'm talking about subtlety as a Bruce Wayne character. Like, they literally make... Use... Christian Bale uses his character of Bruce Wayne to make the audience love Harvey Dent. Mm. The way he acts like a fucking dickhead in front of Harvey Dent to make Harvey Dent look like such a good character. Yeah. Or, like, a good person to the audience. That we're like, wow, we... It sort of shifts you to, like, think this highly, almost higher than our main character that we're supposed to love. And it really sort of fucks with your head a bit. But I'm mm. like, that's so cool that he used, that they do it that way. And that's how Nolan wanted to do it. Like, and play off Bruce Wayne. Where yeah. it's like, you're not supposed to like Bruce Wayne. You're supposed to like Batman. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's one of the things I'm really interested to see them tackle in the future of this version of Batman. Is yeah. that, is Bruce Wayne as a character and this, like, act that yes. he has to put on. I really want to see him develop that. Um, and see see where they take that. It's one of the things that, although the the show Gotham was like, off the rails fucking weird uh one of the things that was really cool about it was when bruce sort of figured out that he couldn't just be himself and had to invent this bruce wayne character and seeing him do that was actually really good it was really well done in the show um yeah i really liked that aspect of it so seeing them do that with this version of batman i think it's gonna be really good and seeing how robert pattinson sort of tackles that role is gonna be cool as well um so i'm interested in that for sure yeah yeah, and him finally figuring out, like you said, there is a use for it. And he, he, he sort of... Because he gets, he gets a bit of Bruce Wayne time, especially at the end of the movie with the Alfred section, mm-hmm. where you see that glint and he talks about part of the... Re- like, and him talking about why he almost became the Batman, not just because, oh, yeah, I want to... You know, it's my family's legacy and I want to do good for Gotham, but there's literally also... It's his escape from connection. Because he mm-hmm. doesn't want to be connected, he never thought he could. He never wanted to have that feeling of fear again. Mm-hmm. He's trying to fight fear in himself. Mm. Like that's such an important scene. It's like when he's talking about how the only time he's felt that afraid was since his parents died. Was thinking Alfred might die, and it's like, oh, dude, yeah. that's so fucking psychologically deep. Yeah, the way he's scene. confessing that, like that's so intense that you see into that psyche and how broken he is like they they talk about him and we talk about him being like a, almost like a drug addict to being addicted to the batman they did mention like kurt cobain like as an inspiration for the way that he played bruce wayne like mm-hmm. the lead singer of nirvana yeah um <clears throat> who died of fucking drug overdose like fucked up shit um but like it feels like that sort of rock star lifestyle you're living in at the night time mm. and chasing the high or the escape or whatever and the, yeah. and the, the impact it's having on your day-to-day life like you talked about in the opening scene being nocturnal and mm-hmm. it's like that's so fucking weird and i was literally thinking in my head i remember when the movie started like when does batman sleep i can't even like picture in my head bruce wayne or batman like sleeping mm-hmm. like it's not a thing i think about a lot because you've got to be Bruce Wayne in the day and then at night you're, you you want to be Batman because that's who you are. Mm. And I, I, I don't know. I just start thinking about him like, man, he must be like exhausted. And this movie is like really showing. It's like, yep, yeah, he looks pretty fucking tired all the time. Yeah, he, he really does. does. He looks fucking haggard and he's like wearing yeah. his sunglasses during the day because he's like used to the dark, um, yeah. which was cool. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they do a good job with that. 
Yeah. I loved Andy Serkis' Alfred as well. I'm yeah. such a big Andy Serkis fan. He's very good, yeah. He, he really suits the role. Um, and I like how Alfred's a bit of a boss, like, of, of the of the Wayne family as well. Like, the other people come to him for, for stuff and he just fucking runs it. He's running the mm. show, he, covering for Bruce, all that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about sort of... Let, let's talk about Gotham, the city, and, and its sort of backgrounds. You know, mm-hmm. we, we see a bit of it with, like, the... the f- you know, founding families, the Arkhams and the Waynes, and you see into the underground with Falcone and the Penguin. Uh, and, and those are all really just characters a part of Gotham. What did you feel about Gotham? You, you know, you said you just loved the rendition they did of it in this movie. Do you want to, like, elaborate on that? Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was an incredible, like, rendition of Gotham. It, it was, like, just the, the Gothic architecture, like, you know, from looking at... Um, uh, I guess it was Wayne Tower or whatever, um, like the in- interior of that, the gothic design of it, um, the use of like you know they they have the the whole like church and stuff for that scene with the uh, memorial and everything. Um, you've got like the graveyard at the end, which is which is cool. I feel like they picked their locations pretty well, um, but just like the grimy streets and like the the neon lights and like the way they use like rain very frequently and like just like i feel like every shot of the city was like unique and it managed to characterize something about the city like whether it was like you know people living on the streets or you know the crime aspect or um just the way that things were falling apart and like things like that i really loved that but also like the history of gotham as well like with what the waynes were trying to do um and all of those aspects and like the way that people do want to save this city and like that's one of the things i love about gotham is that there's always people that have hope and want to lift the city out of what it's in um but the state that it's in is such like a just it's sort of just like it's part of why batman exists and why these stories are told and it's i just think gotham was just it was it's easily probably my favorite depiction i've seen of gotham probably ever It, it was just it was everything that I sort of imagined Gotham to be brought together into like one on-screen depiction of it. And I just thought it was just brilliant in that way. It never felt like it was somewhere else. It always felt like I was in Gotham City, no matter where the movie takes you, which I thought was like really immersive and and really well well done world building, which was which was great. Yeah, I agree. It it was that perfect balance between like you look at a Nolan where it's just like it may as well be set in New York or Chicago, like a real world city, mm-hmm. to you know which is which which is the interpretation Nolan was going for with that yeah. trilogy, and I I love it and I think it has its place. Mm-hmm. But and then you've got the comic book over the top one, but then you've got this, which takes the best parts of both to create a Gotham, um, mm-hmm. and then like I said, uses lighting, uses colors really well, uses uh, you know. M- time of day really well also Mm -hmm. you know like rarely see gotham in the day and when you do it's very overexposed because you want to sort of feel like hungover because like bruce does yeah he's been out all night like you want to put sunglasses on when when it's daytime in gotham because and you're like what the fuck this is really bright and then Mm -hmm. it really brings you know it's obviously a very like quite literally a darker movie in the sense that most scenes are at night in this film most of the movies takes place at night mm-hmm. so I just loved the way they filmed it and portrayed it um, yeah. and like you said the different classes and areas uh, mm-hmm. of the city I thought like that was really 
really well done. Something that I actually really liked about the Joker film as well. Like, I really liked how they did Gotham mm. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Gotham was quite good yeah. in that film, yeah. Yeah. In that, because you only saw one sort of area, and you're mm-hmm. like, that would be a fucking place in Gotham. It would be, there would be that shithole place. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they. I just thought they did a lot of things really well, and even when they were, like, making obvious connections between real-world places, like, it was obviously set in New York, and they just sort of added shit to it, and then they had, like, Gotham Square Garden where MSG was. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, but they still made it sort of feel like you believed that it's its own place. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really, um, really, really well done. Really well done. Yep. And what did you think about the sort of backstory of the film, like the family history side of things? Like, Riddler's intentions for this film were to show the lies, the cover-up, the deceit um, of the people that run Gotham City. Um, What did you think of of that being sort of the premise story uh, for the villain? I like that. I I like a good sort of, like story of corruption like within a like system i i I like that quite a bit and they did a little bit of that in the nolan trilogy as well um but i think it taking like sort of front and center here i i like the idea that you know everyone there's like so much corruption in gotham that like it's almost broken to its core and like how do you fix that and like you know was was the riddler in a way doing the only thing you could do in that situation like you know there's sort of is that although he's obviously the villain obviously you know you're not supposed to really sympathize with him there's that idea of like you know like did these people deserve it were they terrible people that just preyed on the weak and 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 poor people of gotham and like continued to make the city worse um just to you know line their own pockets there's that whole aspect to it and i like that in i feel like that's quite a central thing to batman is the corruption of like you know gotham and the gcpd as well um so i I liked all of that stuff i thought that worked really well and it helped you know characterize riddler too as a villain i think it all sort of went hand in hand and as well then leading into like bruce's backstory and like his history with his parents and like you know the yeah you know difficulties coming to terms with what his father did and then like alfred filling him filling in filling him in on like what actually happened and like there's complications it's a complex situation and like bruce coming to terms with all of that um so learning about all of that stuff i think was really good um and again pushes forward bruce's idea that he needs to use you know his company and needs to use the wayne name to do something better for gotham as well based on the past as well which i think is you know all really good i think it was all very compelling stuff yeah no i i I totally feel that and and like you said the connection all those different elements of that backstory made to everyone was involved it that was in the story of our main characters like it somehow touched all them falcone obviously being in there and and yeah they did even though i didn't like it selena being um his daughter brought her into that sort of connection with the complications of what is going on in the main story you've got you know when one of the riddles and you have that realization you're like oh shit he's talking about bruce fucking wayne like mm. when you realize halfway through the movie that one of the riddles like saga is bruce wayne and you and you sit there guessing the whole time i'm like is it because he knows that he's um batman mm-hmm. and there's all these times they trick you into thinking he knows somehow yeah. how does this fucking guy know 
everything. How's he that much of Zebed? But then you realize, like, and it's such a great reveal to his character that no, he's not outsmarting. He's obsessed with yeah. Batman. Yeah. Like it's he hasn't figured the Batman out. He's not trying to get the Batman. He doesn't hate the Batman. He mm. was just trying to get the Batman there to survive and be a team with him. Yeah. Like it's 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 such a great way they they connected it all i, mm. I absolutely loved it i yeah, absolutely definitely. loved it um that leads us to you know that final moment um falcone's killed everyone knows you know all the dirt on everybody and the riddler gets himself arrested on purpose mm-hmm. uh, and there's that great scene in the diner that's the start of one of the trailers um where he's just drawing uh question mark in in the foam of his, his coffee mm. and he gets arrested he does not seem phased it's because he planned the whole thing yeah you know he planned for <clears throat> the arrest because um you know he wanted to be arrested and then share that and obviously his plan was to to blow up the fucking um river walls to the to the city um the flood walls mm-hmm. um and then cause chaos and, and not be there and all that shit. But uh, I just, I don't know, man. I, I just, I just love the way it all flowed. I love the way it all connected. And the, it culminated in that interrogation scene with Batman and the Riddler. And I thought that was the climax of the movie for me. And I felt like it went on maybe a bit too long after this scene is, I guess my feelings like it should have gone straight into that action and that final bit, but it really, I don't know. I felt like maybe that MB was a bit long after this scene because I felt like this was the moment the movie had been building towards. This is the scene that I wanted to see the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't need there to be some big fight and battle at the end. I needed it to be a, a battle of the minds at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I needed the detective to meet the psychological killer and I needed the battle of the minds and we got that. We got that. But then after that, we also got like a fist fight. And I'm like, yeah, it's it was a good fist fight, though. Cool. It was a cool fist fight. It was great. It was. It was a great fist it was fight. Good. No doubt about it. It was great, and I, and I did enjoy it. I did love it. I'm not trying to just sit here and criticize it. I just mean, it it just wasn't the best part of the movie for me, and that had already happened by the time they were doing that. Yeah, it wasn't definitely wasn't that, the best part of the film. Although I liked that they did it because of sort of, I guess. I guess how it just led the narrative forwards after that point, like the whole like the moment of when he defeats all of the fucking the cultists, Riddler's cultists, and like they take off the dude's mask and they're like, "Who it's are just you?" Some, and like, he's like QAnon crazy people. Yeah, like, the, the guy, the guy says he's like, "I'm cases. vengeance," and then Batman's like, "Oh shit!" Like I really did inspire this, all this shit to happen. Like what have I yeah. done? Like I need to make yeah. sure that yeah. this isn't what I'm doing. And then that causes him to you know he jumps and saves the guys from that fucking electric thing and then he like you know then he stops to help the people out and lead them out to safety um which is something you know he wouldn't have done in the past he would beat up the beat up the bad guys and disappear but this time Mm -hmm. he sticks around he helps the people he leads them out and it's just this moment of like the first time in the movie we really see batman being a hero um yeah and, and, it, and it, the it, sun's it rising as well yeah it's not yeah. just him at night exactly yeah it's really really cool um and i think it was it was a well-earned moment and it felt like this this arc had sort of completed or at least the sort of the the start of the arc had completed in the in the film yeah. uh to lead us it, into it, what comes next 
it was a fantastic <coughs> moment the, the way they wrapped that up uh, uh, I totally agree like the, the, like I said the sun rising the feeling like well, this is the first time we've seen Batman in the day mm. like in this sort of light and yeah. just how beaten and battered he is and, and that person like that didn't want to let him go when they're on the stretch getting helicoptered out from yeah. the, the top of the arena and it's like wow that's like really special and had a great monologue um, mm-hmm. but I do want to pull back to this interrogation scene yep I really want to sit here for a bit on it because I think it's fucking masterful because we've tr- touched over it like three times this podcast but um, I want to dive into like line by line by line type thing uh, mm-hmm. because the way this conversation flowed was so fucking great mm-hmm because the way it starts off, the Riddler's like talking to Batman and they're still at odds. Like you still don't realize that the Riddler's planned and obsessed with Batman. Like, you know, he's always said, we could be a team, you and I like and all this sort of stuff, but it feels very disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel quite serious. It feels like, oh, we can be a team, but I'm telling you we're a team. You don't have a choice. I'm forcing you to be out of my sick game. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so it didn't feel like he was on the same side. Like, mm-hmm. he just felt like I'm using you and you're weak and I'm better than you. But it wasn't the case. It was like, no, genuinely, like, I want to be a team with you. I'm obsessed with you. Mm-hmm. And they built so slow to that because you feel like he's about to reveal his plan to Batman, which he is, but it's going to be how Batman is going to die somehow. And how, you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's, and it sort of leads down that road and you're still thinking, I'm like, yeah, why did he talk Bruce Wayne? Like, yeah, I get, it. I guess he's connected, but does he know, does he know he's Batman? And then he kept saying, sitting there, and he goes, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, and keeps repeating Bruce Wayne. And, and you know, at that point, I'm dead certain yeah. he knows he's Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, if he knows he's Bruce yeah, Wayne, yeah. oh, fuck. And do you know what this movie does? I have not <laughs> felt like this maybe ever in any live action superhero movie where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm stressed. They cannot find out. Batman's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He, he, it feels very vulnerable, this Batman. Like, mm. he feels, like, a lot more vulnerable as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. Because you saw what happened to Alfred. Yeah. And as well how, like, he's not the, like, strongest yet and he's not the smartest, especially as Bruce Wayne. So it's like, holy fuck, they cannot find out he's Bruce Wayne. That cannot get out. He can't tell anyone. Like, they really mm. does feel important that he doesn't tell anyone this secret. Yeah. And when he's saying Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, you're like, holy fuck. And you see on in the eyes of Batman like yeah. holy fuck he's figured it out and then he's like Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne that one that got away but we got everyone else didn't yeah. we oh. and I'm like oh it was so shit. good shit oh shit he's is he think he's a team with him and then he's and then he does that reveal monologue where he's like how much he looks up to him and how they've worked together and he did this for him and he invited him big here because he wants to share his plan with him and they want they want to he wants to watch it happen together and all mm-hmm. this stuff and we're the same yeah and it's not like when the Joker then when he said that I had that flashback to the Joker of like you're the same you and I like mm-hmm. and it is sort of that callback moment but the reason Joker says you're the same you and I in the sense of there's an element of them that connects them that's the same and in every other way they're exact opposites and that's why they need each other that's mm. what the Joker means by it is like they need each other whereas like Riddler here legitimately thinks they're the same yeah like they're really good guys really great working together for the greater good so when Batman says I'm nothing like you and like literally he's like he doesn't try to he has no sympathy he doesn't fall down that rabbit hole and end up blaming himself he really feels like offended yeah. that this guy 
got his idea from him and he gets so angry i'm nothing like you i would never do what you did i'd never kill people and then starts calling him a freak and all this shit i'm like oh wow he's Mm. getting really upset by this yeah and he's getting like emotional about it um which i liked the the again the fragility is that a word fragility i think so like something being fragile for the fragility of um Look at my fucking English. Um, <laughs> who would have thought I'm from a prison colony? The, yeah, the fr- fragility of this Batman um, really yeah. came through uh, in that moment, even just his own emotional strength to stay calm in that situation. He's banging on the wall, like, what have you done? And then finding out the master plan mm-hmm. and him sort of going between the crying and the celebrating and all this sort of shit. Like, it was just so... Oh, I thought yeah. it was just the best scene of the movie and, and, and rivaled like the dark knight in terms of that batman joker moment i'm like that is the best batman villain interaction since that wow yeah yeah Yeah, it was really well done yeah for sure definitely i want to see this riddler come back down the road maybe not the next movie but maybe you know what i mean be doesn't have to be the main villain but reappears i want Mm -hmm. to see that interaction again i want to see what could happen there's more to be done there yeah there's more Mm -hmm. like because you never actually batman never got hands on the riddler Mm-hmm. Batman never got hands on the Riddler in this movie. Yeah, true. Like, is that is that a first that's ever happened? He didn't land, dude. Batman didn't land a punch on the Riddler the whole movie. Has that ever happened in the history of a of a Batman film where the main villain doesn't even get a punch from Batman? Yeah. That's never happened. That's wild. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, neither did I. I'm like, not one. He was behind a glass fucking wall. He didn't yeah. arrest him. Everything went according to the Riddler's plan. Mm. you know in so many ways other than that batman the only thing that didn't get on his plan was that batman wasn't on his team and the batman stopped it yeah you know really well done yeah really well done yeah it was great and then they try to ruin the riddler 2 with putting him with the joker it's like no <laughs> just let it go man let it go don't do it that. doesn't matter why put that in the movie why put it in the movie i just want to know why you put it in the movie that's all because joker's all cool He's and he, cool. he he's cool and he do the laugh well, like and why do you and when i found out who it was too i was like oh no whatever how would i know it's a batman movie if the joker wasn't in it uh, maybe because the batman's in it no i don't know who that is what about alfred no bruce wayne I don't know i don't know these people i know the joker uh, i've only um... seen i've only seen joker the film <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for him to show up the whole. Well, you would time. know who Bruce Wayne is. You know who Thomas Wayne is. If you've ever no, I wasn't. Joker. I wasn't paying attention to Joker when I, was, when I watched it. <laughs> I just saw the clown dance in the bathroom, and I wanted that but again. Did you? Yeah, right. it was good. So you wanted you wanted to see the clown dancing. I wanted to see the clown, and he said clown in in the Batman, and so I was satisfied. Is that why it was your favorite scene in the movie? Would you say? Yeah, I probably would say that. Did yeah. you see this directly because you saw Joker, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. On the money with that statement. So, but then, are you not concerned that the Joker you saw is not the same Joker that was in this movie? Um, I mean... it's <laughs> a great question. It's a very good question. <laughs> and I, I think, I think, I think, on the whole... It's um, a multiverse. Well, I would I would say this Joker is because of the other Joker. You know how he r- raised an army of Jokers. It's probably one of those Jokers. You know, 
So what happened to your Joker? Um, he's a he's a uh, he's about you know. How's you know? Because Bruce Wayne was a kid, and his parents died in what two thousand two in this movie, two thousand one. Sorry, in this movie. Um, Perhaps. but um, we know that they died in like the sixties. How did that happen? Oh, time travel. Because I've only have, seen the Joker. Also, have you not I've seen also... Have you not seen Zack Snyder's Justice League? Hey, bro. We don't mention that. <laughs> well, not you... even as a bit. Not even to add well, to listen, the bit. No, listen. If if the look if if the Flash went back in time, right? Okay. Then anything's possible here. Right. Even Superman wearing is a black Michael suit. Is Michael Keaton returning as Batman in a Flash in this Flash movie? He do is, I, yeah. Do I that right? He is, yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Why are they really trying to be No Way Home? Why are they always trying to? They're always trying to be Marvel. Guys. They're always just trying way to be Marvel. Shitter. And it's but like, like why they so make shit shitter. films? It's so weird. They're like, like oh, they did Marvel, the but... Infinity War. We need to do Justice League right away and not build up to it or characterize any of our characters. Oh, yeah, it, it's it, don't be Marvel, be you. BDC, do what yeah. you did with the Batman. Yeah. Do individual care about your characters as individuals first and foremost. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about gimmicks and don't worry about team up movies. You haven't earned that. Focus on characters first. That is what Marvel did. They made the characters first and earned an Avengers movie, and then just continued to build, 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 build. Yeah. And then they were playing around with gimmicks because they've done the character so many times. They're like, we need fucking gimmicks. Yeah, and, 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 and you don't even this. you don't even need to do team ups with DC. You honestly don't need to. Oh like, God, no! Please, especially don't do, not please with this Batman. Like, never ever do <clears throat> anything with Superman with this Batman. For the love of Jesus Christ! No, yeah, actually, no. I can't say that. I'm, a, I'm Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're right. You I can't. can't say Jesus Christ anymore. I can't say Jesus Christ anymore. What have you I done? Yeah. Um, I'm no longer Christian, <laughs> <laughs> as you were before. Yeah. Yeah, as I was before. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I'm Jewish, but I don't believe in God. That, that's still true. Yeah, that, that makes sense. True. Yeah, that can be true because Judaism is a race as well, and a people as well as a religion. Yeah. 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 And that I am four percent. Amazing. That's a fucking fact. That's a fucking fact right there. <laughs> it's not no percent. It's not no. It's not nine um, percent. It is for me, I would think. Yeah, I, I think we, I think we know that. I should do one of those things. I should find out what my. I'd be really interested. Ancestry is. Uh, do you know what? Because <laughs> it goes like a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Um. I just would laugh if it's just like because as a map, geographic map of like all the different countries and stuff, you you have genetic matches in. And yours is like not only. Just the UK is Northampton. Like a thousand <laughs> years, it doesn't lift the rest. It doesn't lift. It's just one fucking dot. Like, oh, the like, dot does hey, not bro, move. Someone's <laughs> fucked a cousin in there. Like that's all I'm saying. Like that has happened. That has oh, to have happened man. in a thousand years. There's yeah. a meeting going on. Yeah. yeah, that we do know. That we do know. Yeah. Um. Well, I, we know Elvis, I mean, Elvis is sister, so That's that true. we also do know. That is true, yeah. That we also do know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Well, yeah. The movie ends. Uh, this the, part movie the movie ends. ends. And uh, Catwoman asks him to, to leave with her. He says no. 
and the characters go their separate ways. They do. Selena, the Batman. Symbolically what do you think of the and romance? literally as well on their yeah, motorbikes. What, yeah, to sort of, yeah, at the tail end of this movie, what, what did you think of their romance? Um, I, I think... I think you could have done without so much kissing. Maybe just the one kiss at the end yeah. would have been like a you know you keep they keep you know they've got the you know they're sort of like got a little bit of a thing. Maybe who knows? Uh, you know, do, are they sort of into each other a little bit? Like that's kind of how Batman and Catwoman works normally. Um, I guess they sort of. I think the reason they did it was to establish that they're obvious, obviously interested in each other, and they both know they're interested in each other when it came to that final decision and question at the end of the movie. Like, it was already sort of established that they were really into each other and would really cared about each other. Like, because they both almost died for the other person at the end. They'd shared a kiss. It got to that decision where she's like, do you want to come with me? And we know he's going to say no, but to be fair, there was a part of me that's like, he should say yes to this. Should he? You know what I mean? Like, he should say yes to this. But she's a like, really in theory, bad, in theory, she does bad things. In, in, no, no, I just, but she's, but she, he's had been such a good influence on her. And there's just this element of like, theoretically, it's like, you should go with her and live a normal life. Fuck, you'd be like, it's a, it's, it's not a, some good mantle you get by choosing to be the Batman. It's a fucking weight. It's a burden. Yeah. that you are choosing to carry and, and it's like bro get the fuck off that shit go hang out with fucking Zoe Jesus Christ what are you doing dude <laughs> oh my god what are you doing like I'm just sitting there yelling at the I'm, no go with her no that was me yelling in the cinema yeah just just pretend to blow yourself up then show up in a, in a cafe in, in Europe and Alfred can come spot you and be in like Florence. hey Florence, yeah. you're doing you're doing well mate aren't you yeah yeah it's hard to beat that that Alfred and that Bruce Wayne combo. Michael Caine was very good. Michael Caine and Christian Bale, dude. Yeah, they were good. They were very good. Wow, wow. Two of the great actors, all <clears throat> time, mm. all time, right there. Yeah. So okay, we've we've smashed through this movie. To sort of wrap up, to tail end it, James, where mm. do you rank the Batman right now? Are you. We know you're an e-joker. We know your mind will change. That we do know. So we can say that it's going to change, and that's okay. You've got a free pass to know that this does not stand permanently. But right now, yeah. at this very moment, <clears throat> how do you feel? Where do you rank the Batman? Um, I'm not confident to say that it's my 100% my favorite. Um, part of that might just be because the Dark Knight is so iconic, and I feel like I can't ever say anything's better than it um so i might have I mean, to give it a while for it to settle yeah but in my head i'm like oh can i mean i feel like i've never liked the nolan films as much as everybody else does not to right. say I, okay. not to say i don't absolutely love them and think they're some of the best films but i feel like people people really put them on a pedestal so i guess for me it's not too hard to dethrone them as the best batman yeah. films as long as you okay. do all the things yeah. that i want to do so at the minute I would say it's up there with the Dark Knight. I can't say it's better than it because there is so much in the Dark Knight that is so good. Um yeah. especially the Joker is just fantastic oh in every way. Um yeah. there's so many little things as well in that film. So it's tough to say, but it's up there tied with it sort of I guess at the minute in my mind. Um 
there's every possibility yeah. that I'll put it above it in the months to come, or yeah. it'll settle for second place. Yeah, but yeah. I definitely, well, I, I definitely mean... think it's better than Batman Begins, and definitely better than Dark Knight Rises, okay. in my mind. Okay, well that totally fair. I I feel a similar way. I feel a similar way. Um, I mean I've talked about it in this podcast so many times about how much I I think the Dark Knight is better, but in the sense of like how much I love Christian Bale as Batman as Bruce Wayne, but like you said, the Joker. Mm-hmm. The joke, like, there's so many things I love about The Dark Knight and and those Batman films, without it even looking at the Joker. But then you add the Joker in Heath Ledger, one of the great Australians of all time, amazing actor, <clears throat> such an incredible actor, and always was, even before he ever played the Joker. Mm-hmm. And but the what he did with that character is so, like, iconic's an understatement. Like, it really is a a forever cemented in pop culture forever mm-hmm. yeah like immortal that's the level of performance that was um and so when it comes to it like that alone and i i adore the dark knight the way i look at it is this at best the batman's my second favorite batman film at worst it's third mm-hmm. at worst it's third i and and i guess it depends on your two categories what would i rather watch it's third What's a better Batman movie? It's second. Because I'd rather watch The Dark Knight Rises, but it's not a better Batman movie. I just think it's a better movie. <clears throat> like, that's mm-hmm. my... F- and that's my bias towards Christopher Nolan and the way he directs movies and the way... And I love that movie. I genuinely mm-hmm. think The Dark Knight Rises is fucking awesome. Yeah, I love the film. I think um, it's great. But it's not a better Batman film than The Batman. Not even close the Dark Rise isn't even third. You know what I mean? Like it's low mm. on the list of like, if you're looking for a Batman sort of like vibe, atmosphere, tone, all that sort of stuff, you're not going to get in the dark. You, you get bits, but not, not, not a lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Dark Knight, it just, the, what it does for the Bruce Wayne character. I love the portrayal of Batman. Um, at that stage of the Batman's career where like the height of popularity hasn't fallen from grace and that those themes, that Harvey Dent, you know, the, the famous line, how many famous lines in that movie? You know, the die hero, mm-hmm. live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Like, that was the theme of the movie. And that's such mm-hmm. an interesting story arc to, to portray, like, yeah. thematically for, for a villain of the movie and also for our hero in the eyes of public opinion. Yeah. Ended up becoming the villain um, through also facing the greatest villain. So I, I still put The Dark Knight number one. But the Batman... I thought Robert Pattinson is also my second favorite Batman as as an actor. I think he is incredible. I think he could, you know, in time, be my favorite. Mm-hmm. But just from this one movie, not yet. But I love, love, love his portrayal of Batman. I thought it was fucking phenomenal. I thought the way Matt Reeves crafted the portrayal of Batman as a character, from costume to the movement to the voice to the script to the tone to the direction to everything nailed Batman yeah. nailed Batman yeah, nailed sure. Riddler did a lot of characters really well I don't think he did anything necessarily bad other than one scene we won't talk about it yet <laughs> you know like I just thought the movie was so tonally yeah. good that first hour <clears throat> was perfection that serial killer movie tone that I really wanted to see out of the film my only gripe is that one scene I don't like and I did think there were some things you could take away to add more time for other characters and it felt maybe 10-15 minutes too long not like oh wow it's half an hour too long 10 max 15 minutes too long mm-hmm. that's just me that's yep. just me that's fair that's fair how, I about, think... how about you James 
I think overall, this is the Batman film. Like, it's my Batman film. I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm, like I said before, I'm yet to have that one film where, you know, when I look at Spider-Man, I'm like, Spider-Man 2 is that film where it's like, that's my Spider-Man film. Like, they did it. That's exactly the Spider-Man for me. Um, whereas I've never I really... I need to talk to you about this as well because I just rewatched Spider-Man 2. I've really been... Really? Getting getting back into, like, <clears throat> Spider-Man. Like, I just really... I've never liked Tobey Maguire so much as much as I have after No Way Home. Yeah. But I've gone back and watched Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man 2, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, there's still these all these things I really don't like about what Tobey Maguire does as Peter Parker in those movies that I just can't get the itch, bro. And I was like, <laughs> I need to tell James this. I can't get the itch <laughs> that he's going to snap. Like, when, like, at the start of the first 45 minutes of the movie, I'm like, dude this guy's gonna snap and murder someone that's the vibe i get from him because the world's just absolutely shitting all over oh Peter Parker God. for the first 45 minutes of the movie and i'm like he's on the edge of snapping yeah like, i thought he was gonna kill mj at one point yeah well well, like, well i was like he's literally gonna stab mj that's in the, the face thing that's like, the thing i mean has some serial killer rage that just comes over him <laughs> the only movie i've ever watched is joker so when i watched spider-man 2 for the first time i did think that it i thought that was every film so <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was his one bad day. They were really setting it up well. Yeah, the only film you've ever seen. It's not the only time. I thought it was the only rendition of the Joker you'd seen. No, it's but the only film I'd ever seen for a while. Only film yeah. you'd ever seen at the time was, yeah. was the movie Joker, mm. directed by Todd Phillips. Yeah. That's, but since then, you've seen Spider-Man 2. <laughs> since then, I've seen Spider-Man 2 and now the Batman, so... Yeah. <laughs> is there any other movies you've seen? No. No, no. no, no none of the movies. Those are the three. Those are my top three movies of all time. They're also the only three movies I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> they're all very good, though. Dude. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, that's. it's a bit odd, though. It's a bit of an odd set of movies you've seen. Tell yeah, why I, I think he's gonna break and kill people, but yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, back to Batman. I, Spider-Man Two, like I said, is my Spider-Man film, and I think the Batman is finally my Batman film that I feel so like. It, to me, it's gonna be hard almost to go back and watch the Nolan films just because of how rich and gritty this version of Gotham is. It's the exact Gotham, like it's what I think of when I think of Gotham. So to me, like it's gonna feel weird to go back to watching those Nolan films at some point. <laughs> where Gotham isn't that version of Gotham that I have in my head. It's, you know, that version of Gotham works for that set of films. But it's almost like this is everything Batman that I needed it to be. And it does that for me in such a way where I'm, I I do feel like in six months' time, this probably will be my favourite Batman film. I feel like I'll be able yeah. to confidently say that. Um, I'm just not willing to do it now in case I do go back on it, which I may you well do. You will go back on it. Yeah, so, you always do. Now we'll we see. Do but, um... Yep. That's how I feel overall. Um, yeah, great film. Great film. Great film. Well, if there's nothing else, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, that was our spoiler cast. Amazing. For The Batman. Let us know what you think down in the comments below. Of course, have that discussion. I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate for this podcast. Nah. That, th that vibe. Why? Because you didn't say know. it was perfect. Yeah, I do. I, that's I genuinely do feel that way. Like I have to think this is the greatest Batman movie of all time. Like I, I said I'd rather watch The Dark Knight Rises. 
Yeah, I guess people are going to be like, wait, that means you hate it. Yeah. Which isn't the case, you know? Yeah. That's not true. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, you know? I just feel like people say that. But that's fine. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. It just means more comments, which means more engagement, which means maybe we get more views and money. That's a good... <laughs> that's, so. a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Which is also partly why I started with the discussion of the one scene I hate and I spent way too much time on it because that feeling people get when you talk something negative about something they like, it really builds up an emotion for that person and I feel like they end up loving you and want to come back for more. They'll hate yeah. me for a while, but eventually I turn the haters around. Yeah. yeah. Turn them around. That's that a good works. point. You yeah. do turn them around. What? You said that. You started. No, you just said it a bit weird. I don't what? know. You, you, you do. T- t- <laughs> you do turn them around. Yeah. <laughs> well, like literally. <laughs> I, I physically, I just grab them and just turn them around. You turn them around. You give them a little turn nudge. Them push them away. Come on. Yeah. 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 Of course. I don't know what that means. But anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this episode of the As Always podcast. Thank you all so much. Where we chatted about the Batman. <clears throat> Be sure to rate us over, of course, on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, all those things. Give us reviews. That genuinely helps us get discovered and seen and algorithm pushes us up. Again, liking this video on the on the network. If you're watching it on YouTube, subscribe to the network. Comment. Algorithm helps us build the show, which means mm-hmm. more money for us, but it also means the more money we make, we genuinely spend it all by doing more of this shit. I'll buy like, Blu-rays of more movies to watch. Well, no, I was more thinking, you know, more time that we put into making, you know, well, video I content. For I can't the do another spoiler cast unless I watch another film. Like you think me flying over to the UK making content for you fucks is like I'm making money? Oh, it costs so much money to fly around the world. Losing it's... money. Actually, I'm making money is what's happening. Oh um, yeah, James makes money. It costs me a lot. I'll get Tyler on stream and I'll get a few gifted subs. Why um, we don't do some sort of like stream to fund these sorts of things? We should, be like, shouldn't we? We, we really like you know what I mean because we're gonna make like and there'd be rewards like oh, if we if we raise this much then we'll do this sort of like it's literally like you're paying for the content yeah it well just we also can't helps. do it we now we can't do it without me getting over that no well I mean we could we I mean we could, could but you've already said yet. it now like you've already said I know, you're planning on coming over people are like well he's gonna do it anyway I don't need to it's give him tr- my money it is true I, no no you're right and you're hundred percent right I'm gonna do it anyway it is <clears> costing me oh that's a lot of money. And did I want to spend it? No, but I just really need to get out of the country and go traveling. So yeah, I'm that's like, fair. Ah, fuck that's it, fair. we're doing it. That's all, you know. I'm gonna put that out there. Just saying, you know. Mm-hmm. But but I'll tell you how you could support us and support that. With Tyler's PayPal, PayPal.me link. As always. Yeah. Okay. That too. That yeah. too. That too. Direct to me. But I was more thinking Patreon.com forward slash as always because straight away you're getting content. Straight True. away you're getting bang for your buck. One dollar a month, you get over 130 episodes of the Clubhouse podcast. That's the best podcast on the internet, plus a lot of other cool bonuses, perks, and rewards. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash as always. We've got the topics thread up for our next Clubhouse that we're recording this week. Can't wait for it. Can't wait for it. Uh, so get amongst it's the people's podcast, powered by mm-hmm. you, the people, and also powered by the people. Is this credits list for the podcast? So thank you to those people we have. Ollie the Superior Ollie, Damien, the Not-So-Orange Gnome, Ferentino, Flash Products, Franco, Jesper Olsen, King Richard III, Albrecht, Ryan Hafer, Viridian, Bullseye 47, Aragon, Kimasaba, Gamma, Cream Pie, Sakaris, aka Kieran, Adam, Tobias Forge, Simp, Alfie Rodbert, Andy Kuehl, Big Dick, 66, 999, Ben Higgins is thankful 
for a stick brethren. Bendit Clobbers, BFHC, Biggest Fucking Virgin, Bodge, BQ Overlord, The Elder, Brian Ford, Call Me Daddy, Christian0210, Connor Rose, Blin the Alley, Dry Man, Gamer101, Eli, Emil Catborg, Redito Hacker, Ethan Dean, Fishy, Furious Coco, Gene, Give Me a Penis, Ginko Swag, Gwen Hughes, Hookie, Jack, DG1998, Jaden B. Bennett, Joe the Founder, Scab, Josh Duvillier, Josh J. Anderson, Joshua Mora, Cassassin, Christian Rowe, Liam, Luca, Lucas R05, Louis de Leon, Loomis Rad, Murray5380, Massabas, Max H, Muddy Unicorn, Nick Mill, Otsuka World 7, our best of ever mod, Brandy, Radok, Ravjai, Seth, Son of a Bitch, OG Doggo, So, James Hates the Batman 2 Because He Kills People, Sparky Bucks, Sussy Imposter, Amogus Moment, The Blue Cow, The Sex Haver, aka Zacchino, Thethmus, Tony, Walshy, and Zeppo. Thank you. Use with visualize how about this podcast, and we'll see you this Sunday for another episode of the Clubhouse Podcast on Patreon. See you later. Tune in for that. Thank you guys. Goodbye. Bye bye.